No energy? Always fatigued? Has your got up and go got up and went? Primrose Leafs Pro Max 365 helps to produce natural energy, increase endurance and stamina, improve performance during exercise, reduce pain from fibromyalgia, and is excellent for cardiovascular support. A doctor-designed, deliciously berry-flavored formula that's great for ages 18 to 99. Order Pro Max 365 and get the natural energy you've always wanted. Call 844-376-0007. Refuel daily with Pro Max 365 and get your life back. Chris Carlisle is a former head strength and conditioning coach for the Super Bowl champion, Seattle Seahawks. And he went from coaching at the high school level to two college football national championships and seven consecutive Pac-10 championships, then moved up to winning the Super Bowl. Well, his book, Move or Die, Creating a Game Plan from Stuck to Significance, puts readers on the path to obtaining the life that they have always believed that they were destined for. And it was also our pick for Book of the Year in 2022, and rightly so. Even Russell Wilson, NFL quarterback with the Denver Broncos, said, Coach Chris's lessons, words, visions, and inspirational stories not only impacted me in the NFL, but as a man. And I am grateful for his significance in my life from the moment I met him. We either move or we die. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome back author, motivator, and my friend, Chris Carlisle, back to the show. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, Doc. I appreciate you. And that's, that's you know, I'm I'm humbled by your words, uh, you know, and, and uh, we keep moving forward. But thank you, thank you, thank you for having me on again. Well, you're very, very welcome. And I know that we're here together to motivate all of my viewers and listeners. And seriously, I have shouted from the rooftops how great your book is. Literally, I would literally throw out every self-help book that is on bookshelves today and only put move or die because you wrote the manual. Well, I, I lived, I lived the manual. <laughs> it, it didn't come easy. I promise you. I've got, I've got the scars that, you know, tell the story. And uh, uh, a good friend of mine said, you know, you've got to share your scars. And I, I think those are the stories that people lean into is because, you know, they're real and they actually happened and this is where I started and this is where I ended up. And so that's what I write about in the book. It's, it's not an easy book for me to write because, you know, I look deep into myself and all the mistakes I made. But there is that, that end uh, where, where things worked out to the way uh, that God's plan had. Well, what I loved about Move or Die, Chris, was the fact that you, you are a reader. You are a searcher of knowledge uh, when you were being the head strength and conditioning coach for, if it was high school, college, or even in the NFL, you found ways to be not only better as a coach, but you became better as that coach to better the players. And you, to me, you wrote the life manual that many people are missing today. A lot of teenagers, college students, this is the book that I've been telling parents over and over again. You need to read it. Your kids need to read it because if you're not afraid of hard work, you will be able to succeed. But here is the steps to get there. And you wrote that kind of book. Well, thank you very much. Um, you know, and, and as a coach, you, you can, you can do the job, but then you're missing 90% of what your, your impact can be. You can lift these people that are working with you 
to a level to help them achieve their optimal dreams. I, I, I'm a big education guy, and I believe education is making a huge mistake trying to funnel everybody into these categories that you have to take these classes when some people aren't built for Hemingway. They're not built for, for the, the, the uh, literature part. Uh, let's teach it, but let's also give them the chance to do what they're gifted with and maybe working with their hands or whatever. But that's what a teacher, a coach, a parent's job is, is to lift the people around them. Yeah, and see, and, and, and what blessed me, Chris, was just recently, I had the opportunity to interview a former NFL football player who, of all things, actually was trained under you. And when I mentioned his name to him, his eyes just lit up like, oh my gosh, Coach Chris, wow. You know, and and he knew that, you know, you were you were a motivator. You were a leader. And he learned so much from you. But it's amazing to be able to be blessed to talk to people that you've impacted their lives and and know that what you wrote resonates. So what we should do right now is what are the five things that we need to commit to, ladies and gentlemen, there's a commitment involved here. So uh -oh. we need to commit uh -oh. to, so we can live our lives optimally this year. Hey, there's five things and, and some are in the book. Some are things that we're work, working into another book. But uh, there's five things. First of all, I believe you should write every day. I believe writing is, is thinking to yourself and then measuring what you write because you have to write each letter. And as you're doing that, you get to rethink what you're thinking and what you're writing and see, do I really believe this or is this just somebody else's thoughts? The second thing I believe you have to do is you have to reach out. Reach out to people that have been in your circle in your life and, 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 and bring them in and help them help you understand who you used to think you were so you can get on path to who you need to be. Uh, next, words have strength. Uh, and, and I was talking to a musician um, and, and I said, you know, your words have the power to lift and crush. And it's the, the master writer who can go ahead and do both and, and really touch your soul and come out with something that I go, oh man, I can live off that. And next we need to learn how to ask for help. Um, especially people in my age range, and, and I'm, I'm gonna say even younger, that we, we kind of grew up with this John Wayne mentality that if we ask for help, we're weak. And the, the, the key is we need to reach out and ask for help when we're struggling. And it, you know, reach out to your friends and say, I've got a problem. And if they're your true friends, they'll reach out and they'll help pull you out of that problem. And if it's deeper, then they'll help you get to other people who can help you. And finally, and, and excuse my language, but move your ass. And I'm talking about, you know, the, the, the biblical ass that Mary wrote in, you know, but hey, get up and begin moving because your body will feel better, but your mind will feel the best. That when we get out and start working our body again, and, and the hardest thing, the hardest thing to do is to start to start to write, to reach out, to find your words, to help, ask for help, and then finally to get up and just start walking. If you're not doing anything, just start walking and you're gonna start feeling better about yourself. So those five things, write every day, reach out to other people, ask for help, 
find strength in your words and get up and move. Yeah. And you said something and I, and I had to write this down in my own journal because I went back and this yours, you know, move or die is the type of book that we should all read at least once a year to get it back in, uh, into us. So we don't get complacent in our journey, trying to be better, uh, in everything that we do. Uh, but you said something about, uh, writing every day. And I love the way that you worded this. And I, when I read it again, I just kind of sat back and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so true. And you wrote, writing is thinking with the benefit of listening to yourself. And that nailed it right then and there, why we do need to write every day, because it's getting it out of us so we can get a clearer picture of what we're looking at. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I think, and I write every day. I've written every day for probably the last 30 years, and it has benefited me in understanding truly who I am. Uh, a lot of people will talk without a filter, and they, and they don't think through what they're saying before they say it. But when you write it down, your, your own little BS meter in your head goes off. When you write something that, that doesn't sound, that doesn't resonate even with myself, how can I help other people do that? And so if you write more about that, it helps you to grasp that whole idea of writing. Plus it's time away with yourself. And, and the one thing we need to do is become friends with ourselves. Uh, you know, there was a, there was a thing online that said, uh, you know, if you were put in a log cabin with all the food you needed, all the wood you needed, could you live there for a month for a hundred thousand dollars? And my wife said, well, we'd be rich because you could do it for a whole year. And it's, you know, you, you, you would have to, you have to get inside and be, you know, be comfortable with who you are. And if you're not, then find out why. And that writing will help you understand, Hey, here's my things. Uh, yeah, I found, you know, my arrogance, my ignorance and my inflexibility in that the three deadly bullets that kill many career. I found that in my writing when I was writing about what I was doing. It was like, man, I don't like that guy. You know, what, what was the problem? Why was I 33 wins, 77 losses and one tie during that period of time? You know, I, I you hire me and you could get three wins automatically. And that was it. And why? Why was I not able to push to that next level? And it was arrogance. It was ignorance and it was inflexibility. And I think if we look around within ourselves, we find that. And if we can yes. move away from that, we have that first step towards living your optimal life. Well, yeah. And you know, and what I liked about the fact that you said write every day and, and not only just writing in a journal to, to, to write our thoughts, to write down our dreams, uh, maybe even the things that we, that we're going to face for the day. But I've learned that by writing, that even if it's learn to, even on the computer, you know, you know, people jump on email too fast and end up saying things that they really shouldn't have, or the tone was wrong. That if you mm -hmm. would just spend time writing your reply in a separate file and sit there for a few moments and really look at it, how would the other person respond to what you wrote? And do you need to tone it down? or reword things so you don't get yourself into to even more trouble that you're trying to get out of. And that's the reason to me, writing is so important. We, we live in a world of swipe right, swipe up, but nobody's writing anymore. Mm -hmm. and, and you're right. We need to write every single day. And who knows for some out there, they may find out that they end up writing a, a best-selling book by doing that. 
Yeah, yeah, it had to go somewhere. My wife, I've got, I've got notebooks upon notebooks, and she goes, "Well, you need to write a book." And I, and so I started, you know, twenty years ago, and finally, I had uh, six hundred pages of manuscript, and it turned to a hundred eighty-six page book. So, that, thank God, that, yes. So that's it. Well, there you wrote something that is so profound, and and, and I want to read this quote. In Chris's book, Move or Die, and ladies and gentlemen, I want you to listen to every single word because you're going to sit there and every one of you watching, every one of you listening, the light bulb is going to go off. But we need to take that bright light and put it into motion regardless your age. So I want you to listen to this quote that Chris had in his book. When we're young, we are able to dream big because we don't know the cost of our dreams. But most of the time as we get older, the dreams get smaller because we don't want to pay the price. Chris, I, I read that again the other day and it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I had to step back and think through all of the times that I decided to get out of my comfort zone because I wanted to do something if it was something different or I wanted to see if I could make something, a dream come true or make it happen. And you're right. There's a difference between being idealistic versus realistic. But the way I look at it is step out, go after your dreams and you'll find out that idealistic becomes realistic really, really quick. <laughs> but we don't have to travel down that journey alone. We we have somebody upstairs that's going to guide our every step. Amen. Yep. Yeah. And and that's think about the and this is how I put, I, I kind of frame this when I when I speak with clients is if we had your ten year old ten year old self sitting across from you right now, and we said, what are your dreams and goals? Now, take those dreams and goals of a 10-year-old because a 10-year-old has no idea what the cost is. Most 10-year-olds don't know what the cost of dreams are. I want to be a doctor. I want to be an astronaut. I want to do this. I want to, I want to do this. That's, and they're great dreamers at that age. Now, let's jump ahead 20 years, 30 years, and now ask that self, are you proud of what you became? Because what happened to those dreams that you had? Well, I had this and I had this. And, and all of a sudden you start building that stack of excuses of the reasons why you didn't accomplish your dreams rather than these are reasons why I did or things I had to overcome to be that person. And I, I look at myself and when I was eight years old, I told Nate Lau, I'm going to win a Super Bowl, you know, and, and 40 years later, I did. It took 40 years to accomplish that dream. But it was one of those things that it wasn't easy. There were, there were a thousand times I could have stopped, 10,000 times in those 40 years. But I kept pushing forward, climbing over the walls, digging under the walls, finding doors, finding ways around uh, to get to where I wanted to be. And then here's the thing, Doc. I got to where I wanted to be, and I found out that wasn't the real reason why I was doing what I was doing. It was only a vehicle for me to help other people lift them so they could live their optimal life. That coaching and teaching was just a way for me to push other people into where they could find their success. And that's where I found my success was helping other people find their success. And, and so think about it. If you're 10 years old 
your dreams are big. When you get older, they get smaller because, man, I don't have the time. Well, you do if you don't waste your time. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And you know what? Many people are wasting their time instead of focusing on the journey. Most of them are not even on the journey. And ladies and gentlemen, look, I don't care how old you are. You can still chase your dreams. And, and Chris, I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, we've got to, we, we have to learn. We, we now live in a, a society that's full of excuses and we've got to throw those out the window. And this is why I love your book, Move or Die. And, and, and I always tell people, I said, if you're not afraid of hard work, this is the book for you. And, and it's almost like a warning, <laughs> you know, because everybody wants a, a, an easy guide of self-help to get them where they're going without any stress and uh, or stretch, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. for those who really want to get there, your book is the answer. And and I and I, and I really believe that I'll never find another book that is so complete. And it and again, it's your story, but you you, you just took the mistakes, you took the strengths, you took the knowledge and you figured it out. You know, it's kind of like in high school. Nobody teaches these kids how to balance a checkbook, okay? And mm. this is where your book comes in to say this is what life is about, you know, and, and I, you know, I tell mine, I said, look, don't, don't look back 10, 20 years from now and go, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, because you mm. can do it right now. We live in a time now that we can take the bull by the horns and tell it where to go. Right, right. And what you're talking about there is the thing that scares me the most with young people today is that they are doing the the quiet quitting and they're, they're uh martina navratilova has a great quote and she says commitment uh commitment in uh, ham and eggs are like commitment and involvement the chicken is involved the pig is committed and 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 when we look at people's lives when we look at what we do in a daily matter are you involved in your life? Are you the chicken that comes in, walks in, does something, walks out? Or are you the pig that is fully committed to achieving whatever it is that you want to do? I was speaking to a 24-year-old guy the other day, and I, I said, so what do you do? Well, I work, I work in a drive-through coffee shop. I said, okay. I said, is that your life's dream is to be a barista? Well, no, no, I want to go ahead and do this. And so how are you going to do that? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I'll go back to school. I might, might go back to school, but I want to find a job that is more secure that I'm working nine to five. And I said, how are you going to go to school if you're working nine to five right now? This is a perfect time for you to go back to school because your hours are flexible. I never thought about it that way. And so what worries me is 20 years later, this person's going to look back because this is their building time, their foundation time, the time where they put the work in to achieve all the dreams and things they want to achieve. 
instead of working for minimum wage, which is really good these days compared to what we work for. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, I, I used to make three seventy five an hour. So <laughs> yeah. you're ahead of me. I was like two thirty five an hour making pizzas and Happy Joe's. Okay, and so so you know, and I loved you know when I got a check for a hundred dollars at the end of the month, it was like yeah, you know, what a deal. And and so the, the thing is that what are you going to think when you look back in 20 years, you know, when you're going, man, I should be here. I should be doing, yeah. Like you said, should have, would have, could have, you're not going to be able to do that because you're going to be behind the swing the whole time. I should have a better job. Well, if you would have started because people don't put you in, in the top of the building to begin with, you've got to work your way up and it takes time and effort and, and to work, climb that ladder. And when, when you do get to that point, then you get to make the decisions to, you know, hey, what am I going to do with my life? Where am I going to travel? Where am I going to live? When am I going to retire? But you can't do that when you're still working to pay the bills. Yeah. And the thing is, is uh, people need to realize, and I love the way you told that young man, well, you got flexible hours now. You can go back, you know, you can go back to school, still have this job. So you're not going to be without but you're going to be gaining your knowledge. You're going to be gaining a, a skill set, and I think that's where a lot of young people miss it today. Is that if they start adding to their skill set, start adding to their knowledge, prepare now. Stop looking at a job you could end up being stuck in for the next ten to twenty years because time passes really quick, yeah. and realize whoa, 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 what happened? Because yeah. Life gets in the way, but if you're single, take advantage of it, but take it take advantage of it in the right way. Prepare yourself now. I call it just get smart, mm-hmm. get smart, put the effort in, and then you will see better doors, bigger doors open than what you thought if you would have taken a different path and not gained those skills. And, and I think the whole thought process today is completely messed up with our young people. Ask yourself this, are you working for your dreams or are you working for somebody else's dreams? Okay. Now, as a coach, my dream was win the Super Bowl. So I was working for my dreams as I was helping everybody work towards their dreams. But are you working nine to five doing a job that's going to help your boss achieve their dreams? Now, unless your goal in life is to be a barista, then you're probably just helping that coffee company's goal to go ahead and buy another house somewhere. And so as you're going through this process in your mind, am I working for my dreams or I'm working to accomplish somebody else's? That's right. And because of his thought process, I want to go back to one of your five points. And you said, find a strength in your words. Why Mm -hmm. is it so hard for people to realize what comes out of their mouth sets the tone, not only for the day, but for their future? Well, and I did research on this and because when I heard it, I thought that can't be right. But research says that between we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts that go through our heads, 60 to 80,000. That's that just, that was mind blowing. And I read other articles that had bigger numbers. It was like, oh my gosh, that can't be true. Cause I don't think I think myself, talk to myself that much, but I do. Now speaking to yourself, talking to yourself is not a problem. It's the messaging that you give. 
80% of those messages, those 60 to 80,000, let's say 60,000 messages, 80% of those, about 50,000 of those messages going through are negative. Negative. Think about that. And they're repeated 90 to 94% of the time. You're worthless. You're not good enough. This is going to fail, so I might as well quit now. You know, all the negative things. I'm not good looking enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not. Who, who set these standards? I mean, I, and I kid with Dr. Ward about this, is, is, is I've got a face for radio and I'm on TV, all right? And so I'm not worried about, you know, how I look. My wife's always worried about how I look when I go outside, but it's like, I'm happy. I'm really, really happy the way, and this is what I want to look like. But the thing is that when we have these negative thoughts ourselves, now, now put the social media on there, put TV on there, put all the issues around us. Now we can turn off TV and we can turn off our friends, but we can't turn that voice in our side of our head. Now, here's what we've got to do. We've got to start reprogramming ourselves. We've got to go ahead and set ourselves up by, for success by, by positive messaging. Little things like, and, and I, I have this, and this is what I do. When I get out of bed, my right foot touches, I say, thank. My left foot touches, I say, you, thank you. Thank you for giving me another opportunity to do this in my life. And before I go to bed at night, I give thanks for all the gifts I have, for my friends, for the people that I've talked with, for, the, for talking with you today. That, that's definitely part of my life is, is thank you for the opportunities that we have, positive things, because all these things were positive for me. I mean, I look at the, 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 the scar down my head. That was a positive. It changed my coaching life. My cancer made me a better person because I, I had priorities. in. so these are gifts also that I was given that I didn't have that I needed to have. So, so look at your th life and find the good things and find the things you love about yourself and push those through your head. And those people that push negative things at you, get them away. Get them away from you because they are not lifting you to your next life. Now, find the ones who are truth tellers, the ones who are telling you the truth because we can't, hey, I want to fl fly off my roof in my backyard. And I think if I flap my arms hard enough, we need somebody to say, whoa, slow down. We can't do it. All right. Now, they're not, they're not bringing you down. They're telling you the truth. But when they start talking about you personally that, oh, you can never do it because you, you, you're not smart enough. Oh. You know, I was a C student in high school and that was a gift. <laughs> so, you, know, yeah. you, you can do it. I wasn't, I, I wrote a book, but it wasn't because I was a literary uh, genius at any, any, in any way, shape or form, but I've educated myself like Dr. Ward's. I've, 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 you know, you did. And you know, the thing is, is, you know, and negative self-talk needs to go out the window and ladies and gentlemen, if you're doing a lot of negative self-talk, you need to show it, show, show it the door and tell it to leave. Because remember God created you in his image. And that means that you're not stupid. You're not dumb. You're not incapable. You are strong. You're a masterpiece. You can do all things. And remember, with God, nothing is impossible, which means I don't care if you live out in the sticks 100 miles away from a grocery store, you can still follow your dreams, okay? Because where there's a will, there's a way. And it all starts with the way that we talk. And by the way that we talk, Chris, 
And I want to look at, I want to bring up the other point, which is a very major factor today. And you wrote help. And help is really a true strength, not a weakness. What did you tell some of the players that were afraid to come to you to ask for help because they thought that maybe they were going to feel weak or not good enough? What did you teach? The way I would start was telling them my, my, my weaknesses, showing my scars. And that made them feel comfortable like, okay, you know, this guy is not saying that he's done everything right, but, you know, maybe he has some ideas. And so my, my door was always open. And, you know, an athlete would come in and sit down and we'd start talking about the weather. And then we would, uh, and I'm, I'm self-deprecating because I've got thick skin. It's, you know, it's, it's not a, it's, it's not a mystery. Uh, and, and, and so I would start taking some shots at myself and, and they would go, no, no, no. You know what I do? And then there's always that topping story. And that's when they got into some of their stories about, you know, how tough their life was coming up. And then we start digging into that a little bit and, and start to help them understand it's okay. Let's look at not what happened before, because what happened before was foundation. What got you here today? Now, what's important is to go from where you're at today to that next step. That's the key to your life is what happened in the past can't be redone. Okay. We've learned from it. It's a great learning situation. Now we are where we're at because of that. So now how can we lift ourselves and then lift other people around them? And so pretty soon I would hear these guys talking to other guys and bringing them into the fold as far as, you know, understanding their shortcomings that are true gifts and, and guys would just stand there and go, I've never thought about that way. And so it was, it was pushing that word forward to help other people to understand you're okay. You're okay. Let's move forward now. That's it. Now, can you give us a quick summary uh, of the top five tips that you have for all of us for 2023? Write every day, reach out, find strength in your words, help when you need help, reach out and get out and start moving, move yourself around to get your mind and your body right. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. And one more thing, Chris, why do we need to take your mantra, move or die more seriously than ever before? Because if we're not moving forward, we're, we're, we're falling back. We're going to go ahead in ourselves. We're going to be out of where we want our professional goals, our personal goals will die if we're not moving forward along our path. Friend, I am so glad that you came back on the show because you are an inspiration and a motivator that we all need right now. Well, thank you, Doc. I appreciate you and your time and, and your audience. You're wonderful. And, uh, and if I can ever be of help, let me know. Oh, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, you need to go to thecoachcarlisle.com and buy the most amazing life-changing book, Move or Die. And if you have teens at home or college kids, they need this book right now. If you have put off your dreams or you need to get unstuck, well, Move or Die is your manual to learn that hard work is just part of life. And if you put in the effort, your dreams will come true. So again, head over to thecoachcarlisle.com buy, move or die, and it's also available as the download. 
and Chris, what's what's up? Uh, what's next for you for 2023? I'm out on the road speaking a lot. This this, this is a great gift that I've 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 always wanted to do. I was I was in college and in, in NFL teams where I spoke to 100 people. Now I'm out speaking to thousands. So I'm on the road. I'm uh, working with uh, personal clients, and so this is this is everything I wanted to do. So it's it's such a great ride. Well, then, uh, can those that are watching, if they ever want to contact you to, to come and speak, can they just go to thecoachcarlisle.com to uh, connect with you? Thecoachcarlisle.com. And, and, and there's a, a form on there. I, I answer all my emails. If you have questions, if you want me to speak to your group, then go there and it, the message will come to me and I will answer my answer, all my emails personally. There you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, not just buy the book, Move or Die, but if you have an organization, maybe even a church, maybe even a school, and you need someone to come to inspire, to motivate your group, this is the gentleman right here. Chris Carlisle, again, Super Bowl winning coach. He's won more you know, national championships and Pac-10s that I can even count on all my fingers. But more importantly, this gentleman right here is the most amazing man I have ever had the opportunity to interview. And Chris, again, you are always welcome back. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Carlisle, go to thecoachcarlisle.com. And as for me, stay tuned because I'll be right back with more.